Hello, world. Welcome to FG Central, episode three. Furious here. Man, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? I got a special guest today. My boy Gunna is going to be joining us today. We're going to be talking about EVO announcements. We already covered the main event top eight over at EVO talking about Street Fighter. And we already touched on those. We already talked about G and Sagat. And I know all y'all done already played them. They've been out for a while. Um, you know, I didn't get to touch on and maybe we'll touch on later. Um, you know, the pro players are really liking G. They think he's broken, but they love it. He's and better. then um, Sagat, a lot of them are saying he doesn't play well. And I'm curious whether they, you know, are struggling or maybe they're just comparing them to G. But if you know how to car cancel, Sagat shouldn't be too crazy. Practice those car cancels because that's what the character was designed around. He's a character that you need to know how to car cancel. For those of you who don't know what car canceling is, is when you cancel the early startup frames of a move into a special move. What that does is it extends the range of the special move that you canceled into. So for those of you who are trying to do those combos into an uppercut and noticing that his uppercuts don't reach, that was done on purpose. That's because you're meant to um, car cancel into those uppercuts. And you can even go into super if you have full meter. Gunner, you got some questions? So kind yeah, that car canceling, the counter sound like it's like, like those Street Fighter 4 one frame links a little bit, right? Not necessarily. Car canceling is something that's been out since um, the Street Fighter 2 days. You've been able to car cancel. It's, it's not a one-frame link. It's literally, you do have to do it faster. But with the input leniency of uh, Street Fighter 5, it's probably a bit easier to do. Um, but basically what you do with Sagat is you go forward heavy kick or forward medium kick into, your, um, into the desired special move. So his projectiles can be car canceled. His DP can be car canceled and his tiger knee can be car canceled. So you go forward heavy kick into, into tiger shot, forward heavy kick into DP, forward heavy kick into knee. Um, and that's what you want to practice. You want to practice canceling that the early, early startup frames of that forward heavy or forward medium kick into those. And that'll effectively uh, extend the range of those moves. And then you'll land them. That's the idea of how Sagat was designed. So, you know, um, if, even if you want, even if you're going to be like an intermediate level Sagat, you have to know how, because if you're, if you're playing Sagat and you're not car canceling, you're going to be leaving a lot of damage on the table because you're not, instead of getting an uppercut that you should be getting at the end of moves, you're going to be missing out on that extra damage. So you want to car cancel because his uppercuts will not reach in combos. And that was done on purpose because they want you to car cancel. That's crazy to think that they actually put that in Street Fighter V. I mean, they usually make these characters safe. But between giving G every special move in the world, I mean, like literally. Oh, he got about 20 of them things. Yeah. And, like I mean, that and then making Sagata car cancel combo um, ca a character, they really put a lot of thought into these characters. I still feel Sagat might have been a little rushed, but at the same time, I'm glad to see that they're caught up. Now it's just time for them to work on uh, season four. But you talking about you talking about these car cancels. To me, that was a dumbass idea for them to do that. Seeing how shitty their netcode is, man. Yeah, like, online. It's so crappy for for us to be doing car can like we could barely we could barely do like special cancels. Like yeah, you know, especially into, like, because a normal into a special. So especially gotta, given yeah. that there's a small controversy that people really aren't talking about. They're excited about G and Sagat, but there's a small controversy with the fact that um, Street Fighter Five 
the frame delay, the input delay is actually unsafe. It's crazy. It's so, crazy. Um, what happens is, so let me explain to you how this works. In most fighting games, as you know, there's a certain amount of input delay. And that input delay is usually pretty stable. Even if it's a little higher or a little lower, if it's 2.6, it'll be at maybe the lowest 2.4 or at the highest 2.8. And that's pretty stable. So when you put a button in, you know that there's going to be this much uh, input delay. In Street Fighter V, there's actually been, they've been doing extensive testing. And they found that the input delay is extremely unstable. Sometimes it's it's four point something, but sometimes it's five point something. Sometimes it's six point something. It's extremely so. Yeah, I I definitely understand with Street Fighter V's netcode. That's probably why people are complaining though. Once again, exactly. that he doesn't play well. They probably mean he doesn't play well online because getting car cancels is hard in a game where you press a button and you literally don't know how long it's going to take to come out. Add shitty netcode on top of that and you do have a recipe for disaster. I haven't gotten around. There's so much going on. I haven't gotten around to playing either of them online. I do like the creativity but Sagat was such a popular character, people were waiting. So they made him really, I don't know, you know, what the decision was for making him difficult to use for make, you know, but then again, um, since he was able to car cancel way back in the Street Fighter 2 days, I guess they thought, I mean, people who really like Sagat would be familiar with that. But I mean, what if you're, what if you're an 0-9er and you started with Street Fighter 4? I don't remember how prevalent car canceling was for Sagat in Street Fighter 4. So I don't know, but I see Bonchan um, using them. And, you know, Bonchan was a Sagat player in Street Fighter 4, really good. So Yeah, he was badass back then. Yeah, and I see but I see some online matches of Bonchan getting it in with Sagat. So there's hope. I mean, there's hope for him. I want to see him offline, though. That's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting to see him offline. I'm waiting to see G in tournament. Shout-outs to K-Brad. K-Brad was already on Twitter like, this character's broken, but it's too late. I'm already using them, so I can't wait to see. <laughs> and K. Brad actually did really good at Evo. I think it was his best showing this year. So shout outs to K. Brad. But um, anyway, what we're gonna be talking about today, guys, man, we're gonna be talking about every other announcement at Evo that caught our attention, specifically Dragon Ball Fighting EX Layer, Soul Calibur Six, and Tekken Seven. So Gunner, man, let's start with these uh dragon ball announcements uh well actually there was only one that was cooler give me your thoughts on cooler man man cooler like this is what i want to see from arc like give us characters like this that we know from like back in the day based on the old dragon ball z and you know anime like we don't want to see these clone characters. I don't want to see any more Goku's. I don't want to see any more Vegeta's, even though I love Vegeta. Yeah, but they te- technically, but, they're. I guess you can say they technically aren't any more Goku's. I mean, unless they're gonna, you know, fan unless they're gonna go fan service way out the window and put Super Saiyan Four, which you know, I, I doubt they ever will. Um, put in Kid Goku. Like I, I don't want to see no more. Yeah, fucking Goku's, I, I mean, Kid that, Goku would even ca- fit in this game. <laughs> I don't, but, but see, like, I don't want to see no more clone characters from I get like, you, anybody. Though. Like, I don't want to see no Piccolo fused with Nell. Like, stop that shit. Give us brand new, fresh characters like a cooler. Um, I just hope you don't play like Brawly. Like, I know, you know, I was kind of excited for Brawly and all that, but I just don't like how he plays, man. So, cooler, you know, I'm excited for him, but 
it all boils down to the gameplay to me. You know? Yep. I get you. So, get you. Yeah, so, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, he's a big body, but he's not a big body in the way Broly is. He's like more like, I think he's going to feel the best I can say is more like a 16. Um, you know, being that he's a big body, I'm thinking maybe he'll yeah. have armor on certain moves. They're not going to give him armor on his heavy, though. When 16, back before the first patch, they saw how broken that was for him to just have armor on standing heavy on uh, his 5H. So they're definitely not going to give him armor on 5H. But let's see. I mean, for me, I know a lot of people love Cooler. I like Cooler. Um, I was never, I'm not the biggest Cooler fan, but as of, you know, in fighting game, um, this character type archetype could really be useful. Um, I mean, 16 gets busy. So what I'm hoping is that Cooler gets busy, man. I, you know, base Goku and Vegeta look great. Once again, there's so much going on. I haven't even had time with them yet, but I do like the install uh, Kaioken type super. And I do like Vegeta's uh, projectile that he can uh, arc, change the arc of it for some crazy right. kind of shit. That's pretty yeah. dope. But yeah. Cooler... Um, um, I'm hoping that, yeah, he gets busy. I want him to get busy like 16 does. That's pretty much all I can ask for. So, Just give him some command grabs. That, that's all I'm asking for. Break um, that a big defense. body, yeah. As a big body, I defense. definitely definitely think um, command grabs are prevalent. I don't remember the trailer, so I don't remember if we saw any in the trailer. You know, those Dragon Ball trailers are very short. Yeah, they're so, real quick. They're yeah. real quick, so I can't really recall if we saw any of those in the trailer. So, any any other thoughts on Cooler before we move on? Um, no, not really. I just want to know. You tell me this: like, would you have wanted to like wanted them to announce someone different than Cooler? No, because we are because there was nobody else to announce. We already know the leak list have been, has been confirmed, dude. So we knew Cooler was next. We just wasn't expecting them to announce it so soon because they had just announced base Goku and base Vegeta right before Evo. So right. no, the only other person they could have announced was seventeen, and we knew Cooler was coming first. So, yeah. um, because these characters come in twos, but you know they're gonna come out together, uh, Cooler and seventeen. They just haven't announced seventeen yet. But the leak list has already been confirmed, so it's not like they had anybody else to announce. You know what I mean? Have you been satisfied with the DLC so far? I okay, Bardock and Broly. <sighs> Not really. I mean, I, I know they're great. Like, okay, Bardock is great at high level. For competitive play, obviously. But for mm. fun, I just didn't find him as fun. Obviously, I didn't like Broly. Um, he just wasn't fun. At least Bardock had some familiar stuff to me, considering that he was a little similar, although very different, and with his normals and stuff, though, to like Goku. So it, he was kind of familiar. Broly was a little all over the place, but none of them really were fun to me. However, that second DLC, I love uh, Super Saiyan Blue Vegito and Fuse Amasu. I love those two. Those two are Vegito, fun. Man. They really experimented with Zamasu, giving him the flight and the orbs. And, oh, man, he he's fun. I love the way it feels when you hit with him, when you're confirming and stuff. Mm -hmm. And Vegito Blue. God damn, that character's fun as fuck, too. Not exactly the best at high level. That's why you never see him in tournaments and whatnot. But, you know, even more so than competitive shit, fun is the name of the game for me. Since I've been a fighting game player, shit just got to be fun. And, exactly. and Super Saiyan Blue Vegito is 
fun. He's so cool and like sleek, man. And and like he's so like smooth with it. Yeah, Vegeta personality, man. Exactly, and I like that he has so many options from things. So you're not really seeing a lot of the same combos. He has a lot of options, like, and he has really good synergy with a lot of the other characters. So you know what I like to do every now and then just for fun, not on ranked or anything is I like to play themed teams and I like the realism of super Saiyan blue, Goku, super Saiyan blue, Vegeta, and then super Saiyan blue, Vegeta on the same team. Right. Because it's almost like realistic. Right. So obviously I don't let both of them die before I pull them out, but still having all three of the blues on the same team was pretty fun, but he has really good synergy with a lot of people though, with uh, Goku black, and Zamasu, funny enough, um, it's just it's just pretty it's just a pretty dope uh, team. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then I haven't had much time with yet. Um, I haven't even really played them in game. I've only been watching a lot of shit, and I like a lot about them. But as soon as I get around to them, I'm definitely gonna talk about them in a future episode. But or what I might do is wait for Cool and Seventeen, and then I might do a wrap up episode of season one. DLC for Dragon Ball and talk about my season two predictions if they hadn't already been revealed yet or leaked. Gotcha. Before we move on, let me ask you this too. Like, so I know you heard about the the, um, the patch, like the latest yeah, patch and everything. Of course. So with this latest patch, with all these buffs, mainly buffs, so a few nerfs, do you think the meta is going to change? Do you think Kid Buu and Cell are still going to kill it? Like, do you think like Tide is going to shift and someone is going to be like in that S tier, like that A class, you know? Or do you think people well, are down, up? What you think? Well, here's what I think. Um, I think that, see, the thing about how the game is being played is in order for them to stop the, like, main thing, which is stuff like cell loops and stuff like that, they would have to change a lot frame wise i guess or the properties of moves and those big type of changes like that usually don't happen until the next season or version of a game yeah, the version yeah so i think until we see season two or the next version of dragon ball fighters i don't think the meta is going to really change right now i think people are going to uh, I, because the reason people use Cell is that damage and, and the fact that they can get those loops and all of his mix-up potential. He has a really good uh, Kamehameha because it angles really good. Mm. You know, all type of stuff. And that is all still there. Cell is still capable of all of that. So I don't think Kid Boo's still capable of his mix-ups off the gumball assist. Vegeta still gets really good combo extensions off of his, off of his assist. So... I don't think the meta's going to change until the next season or version of Dragon Ball Fighters. Got you. I don't know. I think um, some people out there may, I think Frieza may kind of climb the ranks. I like what, kind of what they did with him a little bit. And uh, also Tien. I think Tien is very slept on. And I think he's going to, more people are going to use him. He may not be like, you know, um, top meta, but I see him, I see him climbing it though. Okay, Tien's dope. I mean, I always liked Tien in that game. Um, I had him on a few teams back in, in the beginning when the game first came out. Yeah, so did and I. we have some really good uh, Tien players out there. 
Um, Frieza has always been one of my favorites just to play, man. Frieza's fun. Yeah, I, I mean, tell you, Frieza, I fucking... actually, Frieza was getting it in back when the game first came out. Yeah. You know, Frieza was really uh, getting it in. I used to call him, like, the cleanup guy, you know, because uh, he was he was good as an anchor to come in and just clean up. Um, but then as, as people discover more stuff with sales and your Goku Black's kid booze and stuff like that, you know, it kind of changed. But I would love to see more diversity in top eight. You know, I definitely yeah. can can agree. I would love to see more diversity in Dragon Ball top eights. So, last thing on this: don't sleep on Krillin. Krillin is coming, man. Krillin is coming. Okay? I mean, everybody. I feel like some people know that, but some people don't. It's funny enough because when you ever, whenever you, when I'm watching pools matches, not top eight, right? But whenever I'm watching pools matches, and people are still going through pools and somebody's using Krillin, you can see the confusion on the other person's face. Because they're like, God damn, why is he using Krillin? I didn't come here. <laughs> I didn't prepare for Krillin. Yeah, I came yeah. here to fight fucking Cells and Kid yeah. Boos and Goku Blacks. Yeah. The fuck? I don't know what's going on. He's using Krillin. I don't know how to defend against this. He's throwing sensu beans. They're bouncing off the wall. <laughs> he, he, he guarantees the sensu bean, even though I'm supposed to be able to get it. He's using After Effect, tricking me and shit for crazy setups. He's doing the um held Kamehameha wave to, turn, to throw off my timing. I don't know how to fight this shit. I didn't lab up for Krillin, but this is ridiculous. I came here to fight Cells, Kid Boos, Goku, Blacks, and Vegeta. The fuck is he using Krillin? So but that's when I'm in pools. When you get out there to like top, you know, 32s and all that, and then I see a Krillin in there, unfortunately, it's a whole different story. But in pools, Krillin's be, Krillin's be getting it in. I, I, would love to see him, I would love to see him in top eight. I think we're going to see him in more top eights come next season. I was getting surprised when um, this Krillin player, he was like anti-airing me like, like crazy with that fucking solar flare. Like, yo, what the fuck is going on with this? But yeah, man, just Krillin, yeah. Watch out for it. All right, so, all right, so what are we doing? Are we moving on, or you got more more about Dragon Ball? We moving on to fighting next layer. Yeah, let's move on. That's cool. All right, so I haven't. I don't know if they've released any gameplay videos or anything on Terry, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna just go ahead and say. I mean, I don't think they need to. It's Terry. He's gonna play just oh, like God. he plays. Um, in in every other game, he's gonna have all of his moves: burn, knuckle, crack, shoot. You know, um, all of his moves, his uppercut, and they're gonna have the same commands. I'm sure. There's no need for them to really change them. They, you know, I, I just, um, I feel like he's gonna be Terry just in fighting next layer. Now, you know, you are. I think I told you. I talked to you about this. My thoughts on that game. I, I don't have the nostalgia mm -hmm. that people have from Street Fighter EX. I still haven't played. Let me tell you because. Every time I got a Street Fighter EX game back in the day, the same thing happened. This happened twice. I got a copy of Street Fighter EX3 for the PS2 one day. And that was one of the earlier games for it. Like the back of the bottom of the disc was like that purple uh, thing. That's how you know it's like 2000 PS2 game. Yeah. And it didn't work. Yeah, that did happen. And then happen. fast forward to 2014. I had got two PS2s. Um, I had uh, a hold of one one of the fat boys, one of the slims, and same thing. I went to a games exchange and copped another copy of Street Fighter EX3, and it didn't work. So I never got to play EX, man. They never work. Obviously, I can play them via emulation, um, you know, but I just never, 
you know, really liked the feel of those games. They feel clunky, you know, like they, they, they just feel clunky. Like whenever I was in an arcade or somewhere where they had the arcade one and I played it, even though be it for a few minutes, I just never liked that clunky feel of the EX games, man. So I don't have the nostalgia. So I wasn't that excited. And then when I played the beta, I just, uh, I just didn't really enjoy it that much, man. Like, you know, that was the most time I had ever had with one of those. I played the shit out of it. It's on my YouTube channel, um, on in my world, and I, 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 a lot of my beta matches are there. And I mean, very seldomly was I having fun with that game. So Terry is not enough to get me to play it. You know, I mean, Terry's a dope character. Mm-hmm. But he's not enough to get me to play it. What about you? So for me, I'm the complete opposite with you. I loved EX uh, back in the day. Mm. Um, there was no fighting game that was looking like EX. You see what I'm saying? Like, nothing. Like, they really pushed the limit with the PS2 graphics. So even though it moved very slow compared to the other Street Fighters and other fighting games out there, um, just the look of it alone, man, it just... I was gawking at it. Like, I, I couldn't get over it. And then I love the characters. Skullomania, um, you know, Gerudo. Like, I, you know, yeah. just the characters were badass to me. So I love the yeah. ears. I thought when I was going to like Garuda a lot. Um, I mean, and he was one of the ones I, I kind of enjoyed. Um, and those, unfortunately, though, those graphics, um, just to let you know, they haven't aged very well. So they haven't at all. EX2 Plus still looks okay if you have the right hardware, but those graphics haven't aged very well at all for EX. But back then, they were uh, pretty much a sight to behold, but they have not aged very well at all. Right. But once again, I, I'm not completely out of, you know, exhaust from playing the game. Um, I'll probably catch it on a sale or, you know, we'll see. Um, because, you know, especially when all the characters are finally out and, and I can catch it on the cell, I will. But Terry being in the game is not enough. I'm curious on if they're going to find a way to implement max mode for him, um, kind of like Namco did with Geese and Tekken. Um, what I'm thinking is there's going to be a Gogi. They're going to use one of one of the Gogis that give a certain power up. And then if you use Terry with that Gogi, then he'll have something very similar to max mode. That's what I'm thinking they're going to do to implement max mode. Right. It's like I'm on the same page as you. Like, I love games that push the limit of the hardware. You see what I'm saying? And fighting the X layer, it doesn't do that. Like, I'm all, I'm all for nostalgia. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. uh, with my fighting games, not really, man. I don't like them fucking HD remixes and all that. Nah, I, I really don't, man. Like, let the past stay in the past. Like, think about it. If fighting X layer was on next gen, if, if it pushed the, the limits of the PS4, then I'm pretty sure like it have a much bigger fan base. You see what I'm saying? Like, well, I, I don't mind re-releases just because it's it gives people who didn't play the game before a chance to play it. That's why I like the 30th anniversary collection. Now people get the chance to play those old games, especially Alpha 3. That's my favorite Street Fighter game. And, you know, I don't mind those, but what you got to take into account, dude, is it's Arika. They're an independent company and they're getting very little backing. Everything is done via crowdfunding, so they don't have the money to make a graphical masterpiece, but they do have the OS. They do have the OS that the game is supposed to be nostalgic, so it's supposed to look that way. 
they do have that OS. But when you're talking about that, take into account development costs are very expensive. And Arika is literally doing the best they can with what they have. Like they're killing it. I got to say, as far as content goes, yeah, there's not much content in the game currently. But for the la little bit of resources they had, they did push the boundaries of what they could do with those resources. So shout out to them for that. Go ahead. And then what I want to know, too, you're saying that they didn't have the resources and they had a back and like, why not just work with Capcom again? Just do that. Well, first of all, Arika never necessarily worked with Capcom. The people, um, what happened was Arika originally back in the day, they were a bunch of people that actually left Capcom to work on uh, a dip, uh, their own game. It was a bunch of people that were formerly of Capcom. And then they worked on that game. I don't now. What always confused me was yes, the rights to certain characters. Maybe there was some situation where they did have those rights, but they certainly don't have those rights now. So they, you know, that's why they're only using their own original characters. So they, they never. That was a very bitter situation. I'm assuming back then, from what I, from what I remember. So that's why they don't work with Capcom. You know, not gotcha. to mention, based on some of the decisions Capcom makes, people always speculate that Capcom aren't quite doing that good themselves. <laughs> but they're just only based on certain decisions. They, they, make. Could've, they so. could've just used them for the wallet, man. Look, Capcom, just give a Ricky your wallet, let them... But that's, the, that's what I'm saying. Some that's people true. feel like Capcom doesn't have money like that. So at least not for AAA title budgets. Only They only say that because of the decisions they make, like Marvel Infinite looking the way it did. You right. Know? So, you know, I feel like Sony, though, um, they did where, you know, they worked with Sony. So they got some resources from Sony, you know, in order to get the game on PS4 and stuff like that. So, you know, they they they're and they're not done. They There's still a lot more to go. They only put that early version out for people who really wanted to play the game right away. So yes. that's why the light version's out. But the later version, you know, will have more stuff. But I'm with you. Like, Terry's not going to get me into playing Fighting X. You know, I played the beta was just disappointed by it because um that whole nostalgia film and I was like man I, I was just disappointed I was expecting a different type of game so Terry's not gonna get me into the game maybe if they do like a patch how like King of Fighters did to where they mm -hmm. boosted everything the audio they boosted um the graphics, you know just how the graphics how smooth it moves all that if they do an update like that mm -hmm. then who knows possibly but um I I highly doubt that's gonna happen so. Terry's not going to get me into it. I do think it's real dope that he is in it. Let me ask you this, since we on this, right? Yeah. How do you, how you feel about, not getting too off topic, but how do you feel about so many crossover characters going to different games? Like, I feel like we're playing a whole big fucking Mugen. You see I what mean, I'm saying? Like, not necessarily. I mean, guest characters have been a thing in fighting games for a long time, you know. Um, but I feel I, like it's, it's, it's getting crazy now. Like, you only really seen guest characters in Neverrealm games and Mortal Kombat games and stuff like that. But now you're seeing them like all over the place. I mean, the trend, so, who's, I mean, look, like I said, guest characters have always been a thing, but as far as modernizing, I mean, I gotta say, Netherrealm was partially responsible for starting that trend with Mortal mm -hmm. Kombat 11. Once again, it had been done way before that, a lot, actually. It was just the time in between was so big that you know it's like okay guest character here guest character there um but the time in between uh each game that had a guest character was was so big that you know we kind of like didn't really pay much to it but then 
when uh, Mortal Kombat 11 came out and they had, uh, you know, Kratos and Freddy Krueger. And I mean, it just, it spiraled from there. I mean, we got our virtual fighter characters in Dead or Alive, which, which is so funny when I saw that. Let me tell you a quick story. Mm. Back when, back in the day, when me, my homeboy Matt, and um, a former homeboy of mine used to play a lot of DOA and Tekken, all my peoples used to say, you know, like, man, you know, that'd be a dope tag team game, Dead or Alive and Tekken. And I'm like, actually, if it's one fighting game that goes way better with Dead or Alive, it's Virtual Fighter. I said the systems are very similar. I said, and actually, I said, let me give you a piece of history. The first Dead or Alive game was made on the Virtual Fighter engine. Dead or Alive didn't assume its own identity until Dead or Alive 2. I said, those two games, I said, Virtual Fighter, Dead or Alive is like a sped up Virtual Fighter. Um, Virtual Fighter doesn't have the host, but yeah, they, the move, they move very similarly. They play very similarly. I was like, that's the, and they were like, no, no, man. Tekken will be way better. I'm like, I'm telling you. And then when I saw that trailer back in 2012 for Vanilla DOA, and I saw Kasumi, and then uh, Akira came out, I was like, I told y'all motherfuckers this would be a better crossover. But anyway, not to get too off topic. So you saw your virtual fighter characters, then MKX, well, then Scorpion and Injustice. MKX came and really jumped out the window with it, having, I think, four, boasting four guest characters, Jason, Predator, Alien, and... um. Leatherface. Leatherface. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it's happening more and more. Killer Instinct did it with Rash. Um, you know, it's, I don't mind it. Um, it's, my favorite thing about it is seeing people's take on certain things. Like, I like seeing, the, I want okay, I want it to have a purpose. I'm going to be honest with you. The reason why Terry doesn't excite me in Fighting Next Layer is because you're taking a character from a 2D fighting game and putting him in another game that, yes, is fought on a 3D plane, but still plays like a 2D fighter. So mm -hmm. that doesn't excite me. What excites me is seeing my Shiranui come from a 2D to a 3D game that has a totally different system and seeing how they implement all her moves. And they DOA did that. And I don't mean to cut you off, but DOA did that perfectly. Yeah. Team Ninja, I, I salute you. That they yeah. did that transition perfectly. Now let's talk about who did it even better. Namco did a good job with Geese. Once again, a character from a 2D game that has uh, you know, some, you know, the 3D KOF, people don't really acknowledge them. They play terribly. But Geese, they killed it. They even found a way to implement Max Mode. So, you know, that's what I like seeing. Characters um, like Noctis come from, like a character from a non-fighting game is even better because to see how they implement their moves. So Noctis, yo, Namco killed it with Noctis. They found a way to implement all of his moves. I mean, he, they, they, he still plays like a Tekken character, but if you like Final Fantasy and, you, and, the, and the fan service gets you, you'll recognize all of the moves. They in the hammerhead stage is sick. I love that stage. So that's what I like about guest characters. I like seeing them really, really put work into that shit. You know, um, they did a good job with the Ninja Turtles Nether Realm. Um, you know, but that's what I like seeing. But when it's you coming from a two D to another like kind of two D, it, it really doesn't excite me. Yeah, see, and that's what I want to speak on too, man. I, I'm with you, like. 
if y'all gonna do these guest characters, I'm cool with it. Okay, but you have to like make it make sense. I hate when they just throw a guest character in the game, and I know you brought up Rash and Ki. Even though I like the character Rash, mm-hmm. um, in Ki, it was like, come on, man, y'all could have put somebody else in there. Like that was stupid. That made no fucking sense to put a put a battle toad in the Ki game. Well, and even going back to Kratos, like. I understand that they have the 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 um the rights to. That's what I was about to that. say. That's, that's the reason why it was so easy. Yeah, for but just because you had because a, Rare because... owns the rights to Battletoads, so I get why not it. put. I... It's easy. It's like Koei Tecmo putting all of their characters in Dead or Alive. The Ninja Gaiden characters are easy to put in there because they own the rights. They don't have to pay. Neotora is easy to put in there because they they um Samurai Warriors is their game. So. You know, that's why Rash is there, you know. Right. I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you have the rights to, like, certain games, certain characters, just don't throw it in a fucking fighting game. Like, to me, that makes no sense. Make it make sense. Like, you brought up Kratos. I hated Kratos in Mortal Kombat, man. To me, that made no sense. Like, why You don't think he belongs being that no, he's brutal? Man. Being that he no, fights brutally? Man. No, no, no. I mean, why, that's one no. of the main reasons why I think they chose him is because he's such a brutal fighter. You know, nah, especially because nah, like... he was on the PlayStation version. So, you know, um, and, you know, PlayStation is where Kratos lives. And, you know, so I felt I thought they put him in there because he was such a brutal fighter that he fit perfectly in Mortal Kombat. That's what I, that's what I, I would say this. He fit. He fits better. He fit. He was a better fit than Rash is in K. I, I'll give you that. But to me, like what made sense? Freddie, Jason, Leatherface, Alien. They make because, sense. Okay, because of they like the horror sense. aspect? Yeah, like the horror aspect, you know, killing you, cutting your balls off, all that. Like that, all that makes sense. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but, but Kratos kills people brutally in his franchise. He does, but it's, I don't know, man. Like to, to me, like the God of War games, it doesn't have like that same tone like Mortal Kombat. So where do you think, where do you think Kratos belongs? Um, If I had to choose a fighting game, matter of fact, I think Kratos will more so belong in like a, a Soul Calibur game. Well, guess what? What's up? He is in a Soul Calibur game. He's in Soul Calibur. I think it's called Broken Destiny for the PSP. I did not know that. Okay. Yes, he is in a Soul Calibur game. He's in the PSP. Soul Calibur. <laughs> <He's in laughs> I think it's called Broken Destiny. But see that that's something sense. like that. And then get this: like even back in the day, Link made sense. So oh, Link was perfect and so but, but hold on. If you he, ask he anybody sense. who the number one guest it was Link. in the fighting game is, it's always Link. I but mean, guess who didn't perfect. make sense? Guess who didn't make sense, though? Spawn. Spawn did fucking well, not make let me, sense. Yeah, let me tell you why. Spawn did... I mean, that was fan service, because Spawn, you know, the Spawn movie came out. It was really popular. Spawn didn't... wasn't. He didn't do any Spawn things. He was... X character with an axe. Right. He was just a basic. He was a character with an axe. He didn't do any spawn things. That's why spawn would make more sense in MK or or Injustice, because right. one, he's a DC original DC character, and two, because he can do. They'll actually, you know, Netherrealm kills it with their guest characters. They would really do spawn stuff. Like he didn't do anything spawn ish in yeah. that game. He was just a character with an axe. Thank you. And that's exactly what I'm talking about. If you're going to do guest characters, I'm with it. The shock value, have us go crazy, reaction videos, cool. But just have it make sense. I can't, I done said it like a thousand freaking times. But yeah, just just have it make sense, man. And um, like the Ninja Turtles in Injustice, I understand that one. That was a brilliant move. No one's seen that coming. They play 
brilliantly, man. Like I fucking love it. That Michelangelo, he's a badass, man. Like he really is with them nunchucks. But okay. stuff like I haven't that, had like, much never time with them. You know, I haven't played Injustice since 2017. So yeah. I asked my stepbrother. He was sticking with the uh, Enchantress, and um, I think he said not Green Arrow, somebody else that he said he plays now, because he said he was dropping too many inputs with the Ninja Turtles, and it was pissing them off. So yeah. he was like, I he stick with like Enchantress and. Somebody I don't care. I don't care too much for Enchantress, but I understand why she's in the game. She's a good fit for it. Even though I don't, I don't care too much for her. She's yeah. a good fit. You yeah, see, I mean, she's so a just, DC character. So yeah, you know. yeah. Even though I'm disappointed that they didn't put Static Shock in there, but yo, that's a whole nother episode, man. Yeah, I mean, I think when, when Static Shock and or Black Lightning, well, Black Lightning makes a cameo appearance in the form of Raiden, but when Static Shock gains popularity, like if this was 2002 or some shit, Static yeah. Shock would have definitely been there. Or if Young Justice was still popping, remember he does show up at the end of Young Justice, granted with a different origin story than the original Static Shock cartoon that we know from back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, he does show up at the end of Young Justice season two. If if Young Justice was still popping like that, I'm pretty sure once again, Static Shock would have been probably in the game. Um, you know, remember they put people um, based on popularity for the most part, unless it's somebody they really want. So, it would be dope to have like static in there. Um, but once he gets popular again, whatever injustice game is out at the time, he'll definitely make an appearance. So Ed, Ed, boom. Ed boom. I'm telling you, take my money now for static shock. All right. I mean, that, a lot of people feel that way. Take I mean, my money now. <laughs> take it a now. A lot of people feel that way. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like you want to know something real quick, not to get too off topic. Um, we're going to keep talking about fighting games, but let me throw this in there real quick. Um, the DC Extended Universe is not doing so good. It's not doing bad, but people definitely, there's definitely now a stigma attached to it. Like people are excited for Shazam and Aquaman, but they're, but they're all reserving that excitement because of the stigma. If they get Who the right director, if they get the right director and they get something really good, like a good writing team, Mm. A Static Shock movie in the DCEU. Oh, it'll be and or well, it's too early to do Batman Beyond, so we got to leave that out, unfortunately. But a Static Shock movie. Right Yo, now, but who who would who would be badass playing Static Shock? Jaden Jaden Smith. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, Jaden Smith. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's a no a good one. So, but you know, I mean, there's other options, but Jaden Smith will probably be the first person. Bow wow. <laughs> you know, he'll he'll probably do a bow wow challenge in line. So I'm playing. He gonna say he's playing them. You know, <laughs> bow wow challenge. But probably Jaden yeah. Smith. But anyway, that would be dope. Now, all right. So let's move on to Soul Calibur Six, my most anticipated game of 2018. Hold on, pause. I gotta say this real quick. I gotta say this real quick. What's up? Um, damn, I just lost my train. Oh. Going back to the comic book scene, DC, real quick. Batman and Superman was supposed to be the best comic book movie ever. They totally fucked that movie up. Hype yeah, disappointed. Cons- that was supposed to be the yeah, best supposed to be good. comic book movie ever, man. Over- yeah. Overshadowing everything Marvel do. E- everything, man. It 
Go ahead, man. It was supposed to be Go good, ahead. but it had a lot going for it bad. I mean, based it was, it was based off uh, Batman Forever, if I'm not mistaken, which was a good graphic novel. Um, they, they had a lot going for it. I mean, it was up against Civil War, unfortunately. So, you know, they put it out before Civil War. I'm sure they did that on purpose because um, they didn't want any any close competition whatsoever. And, you know, they, they definitely... They dropped the ball. Man. They, they... But anyway, all right. So we got Astaroth. And we got Song Mina. Let's talk about Astaroth first. Um, you and a lot of your friends, I, I'm making an assumption mm-hmm. that uh, you, well, not you, but Zeph. Um, I'm making an assumption that he he likes the big boys in Soul Calibur. He likes the big boys. I, I can't stand the big I thought boys. So. I, I fucking hate I, I, Soul Calibur. I thought so. Just, just based on what I know. I know that Astaroth, Necrid, and all those. Nightmare. I just girl. had a feeling that nightmare yeah. that those are his boy i just had a feeling that he likes the big boys yeah so i hate okay. the school characters man who you who you playing in soul caliber um i'm a Raphael type of guy man Raphael, maxi uh killick i know me and you was having this debate you was what you what you call him scrubbish or what you call killick um, Killick is um well firstly let's talk about Raph. He hasn't been announced yet. I'm gonna be honest, I don't care. I never liked the guy. Oh, um, Maxi is of course in the game. Yeah. Um Killick was always that guy that was he was the guy that um the players who just wanted those quick wins would go for because he was range, he had the yeah. range and he has a lot of damage. But if you're playing on intermediate and high level, it's a different story because Killick players intermediate players and high level players and you always play games on intermediate and high level so they don't they don't just do you know like they don't yeah, just like like the basic shit, shit. yeah yeah You're like right. i mean you know keelik um he's pretty balanced in this game he has all of his crazy stuff um he has his activation which uh his health drains rapidly but he gets a really extreme it's a crazy ass boost in damage think tn's level three and on yeah. Dragon Ball, but except instead of losing health as you do moves, his health drains rapidly. But um, but he gets a crazy damage boost, you and know, they can't kill him, so he won't die from it, of course. And if you combo him, it's not a combination of his health draining and him getting comboed. If you combo him, the health draining will actually stop if he's getting comboed, but it'll continue once he's done. So if you use that basically to close rounds out, basically. Right. So he has that. He has, you know, um, he has his range. He has his damage. But everybody in this game, as of right now, does pretty good damage. So Keelik looks dope, dude. You're gonna enjoy Keelik. You're gonna yeah, enjoy last, last one I want to mention, my boy Cervantes. That's my boy. Right he has, there. we're still waiting for him. His daughter's in the game, of course. Um, Miss Isabella Valentine. Ivy is of course in the game. Um and I mean, she's she's amazing. She has a command grab. She has a command grab that can ring you out from certain ranges. She has, uh, and if she activates a uh, soul charge, I think it. Uh, she can get a command grab after it. Um, her her reversal edges are really good. Her combo potential is crazy. Ivy is just she's in rare form, man. Ivy <laughs> is a character basically. Okay. You, there's three things that I do in SoCal. I have my main, which is Taki. I have Ivy. Ivy is a character that I enjoy, but I'm going to be honest. I usually only pick Ivy for certain people who, because I have a similar character, in, uh, I have a similar problem in Soul Calibur that I have to Dead or Alive. It doesn't matter what level of player I'm playing in Soul Calibur. 
I play Soul Calibur at an intermediate to high level, but I can always lose to anybody in Soul Calibur, no matter what level you're on. Ivy is the character that I pick if it's somebody that I know um, that I'm going to have a hard time with that doesn't play on high level. Because even though they don't, if they're still good or if they're mashy or random, Mm -hmm. Ivy just handles that stuff way better. And she's also a top tier character. And then I have my, you know how some ca- some players have this one, they, they'll play a low tier character and make that character shine. Yeah. And the crowd loves that shit. Yeah. Well, I have mine of choice and that's, and it's because they really like the character. And Song Mina, who we're going to talk about next, is that character for me, but we'll talk about her in a bit. So, uh, Astaroth, did you see the trailer? Yeah, I seen the trailer with him. What do you think of your boy Astaroth? Before, Have you ever played him? Before we get into his slow ass, I just want to say a character that's a fan favorite in Soul Calibur that I just I don't I just could not get into him, man, that I do not like. I never pick him. Never. Freaking Yichimitsu, man. I, I don't know what it is about him, man. I don't like I think because like he got like the goofy aspect. I don't know what the fuck it is. I, I really yeah, don't. he's a weird character. He's, he's a, a little more serious in this one. Um, he's always been, I just always like Yoshimitsu because my first encounter with him was Tekken and I liked him in Tekken 3 um, one of my first fighting games and I, and then it just translated to Soul Calibur very well he translates to Soul Calibur well because he plays totally different I think so, it's I, I just thought know, it was so stupid I like him he, I, 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 I basically my only hated character in Soul Calibur is Vodo Vodo is my most hated character what? Get out I of here. Vodo is the best. He'd be all on the ground, breakdancing and shit. Like, and I don't like his. Man. Now, that's a weird... I don't even usually mind <laughs> weird characters, but Vodo's a weird character that I cannot get behind. Yeah, Vodo, Vodo's the shit, man. I, I forgot all about him. You're right, Vodo. Yeah, he's so, already been announced, so he's already Yeah, yeah, I've I, I seen his trailer. So, um, talk about Asroth. Talk about your experience with him, what you think about him. Asroth, man, it's... Again, I'm biased because I do not like slow characters. I, I big slow okay. characters. I, I just don't like. I, well, I love kicking the ass. But when you um, talk to Zeph, tell uh-huh. him that I said that I think he is for. I don't know why, but tell him that Furious said that he thinks that Zeph is going to be ridiculous with that character. I don't know why. I just yeah. feel like Zeph is going to have like great control over that character. In addition to Nightmare and Siegfried. But I just see Zeph wrecking ass. And the only reason, mostly just because he's good with big boys. And Astaroth <laughs> is the pinnacle big boy. Obviously, Nightmare gives him a run for his money. Right. But Astaroth is the pinnacle big boy. So definitely tell him that I think he's going to have a field day. With, how about uh, you? How, how do you feel about the big slow characters? Like, are you a fan of them? Are you a fan of him? No, not right? really. They're some of my least favorites. I, I'm, I'm not a big boy type of guy in any fighting game. Obviously, I try everybody out. Soul Calibur, remember, is my third favorite fighting game franchise of all time, and I've played every game, mm-hmm. um, including Soul Edge or Soul Blade, depending on what part of the world you're in. And um, I, I eventually, of course, I use them just because, you know, and I'll play matches, but that's just because I want to try every <laughs> single character. They're my least favorite characters in the game. Astaroth is the character that I get wrecked by the most. And that's just because my baby Taki just doesn't do good again in those matches. Obviously, Taki wants to be in and out. And against Astaroth, he has such crazy range. You're not sidestepping enough. You're not you sidestepping um, enough. That's what it you is. Can't, it makes it. No, he has tracking moves. His uh, He has tracking moves. So remember, at high level, they're going to know all the tracking moves. And remember, um, movement hasn't been safe in Soul Calibur since Soul Calibur 2. 
So it's unsafe to move to the to do eight way runs was unsafe in three, four, and five. Thankfully, Taki's gonna be okay at least. At the least, she's gonna be okay because safe movement has made its return. Now eight way run, eight way movement is made safe again. So there's usefulness behind uh using the eight way movement in Soul Caliber. Thank God they brought that back. So Man. Soul Caliber two veterans are going to be amazing at this game. You, um, are, you are speaking so caliber gibberish to me with that eight Ray run don't, move. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. It, it just, it just <laughs> has to do with the fact that you can move in eight different directions in so caliber. That's I got all. you. I got you. I so, good. Yeah, but that's, that's what Astaroth, you give Taki a problem, give Taki's problems in those games. Cause he'll, if you try, he'll, he'll use a tracking move and he has the range. So it's, yeah. it's obviously not an impossible matchup. It's just difficult. Well, the big boys, I mean, always gave me a hard time. Um, but when I play them myself, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest, man, that power is crazy. When Oosh. I play them myself, I'm Oosh. like, I ain't going to lie. While they're not fun, while I'm fucking people up, I'm like, yo, I can kind of see why people gravitate towards these characters. When I have when I have messed around with them like Nightmare and whatnot, the part I loved about using them, fighting them turtle, turtleless characters that they want to block all the fucking time and all that. I, I just want to, yeah, I want to break your guard. guard crush. I want to yes, break your guard. Yep. With a big guy, I just want to break your fucking yep. guard and just they have go in on you. A lot of guard crush stuff. So yeah. And guard crush is a prevalent in Soul Calibur Six as well. Um. All right. So that's the big boy. Now let's talk about my girl Song Mina. Song Mina is that character who's never been good in a Soul Calibur game. <laughs> Um, not even so edge or so great, but yeah. I think she's fun. The reason why I like her, she has range, but she's not as fast as Keelik and doesn't do the damage he does. She was that character that I picked just because of the challenge. The challenge yeah. of playing her instead of Keelik. She wasn't too um, bad. She wasn't too bad, man. You know, I mean, I love her. That I, and I've, I've come to love her over the years. Um, I'm glad to see her back. I'm glad to see her again. And she's that low tier character that the crowd you just gets hype when somebody picks a character like that because they don't see her. Um, I was anybody be her as well. Was anybody for asking friends. for her? Was anybody asking for her though? Not necessarily, yeah. but I was. I'm glad she's there. I'm glad she's there. But a lot of people are just like, ah, whatever. Yeah. I'm glad she's there. And she looks great. Her character design looks great. She is gorgeous. Uh, I like the hit effect on her staff. I mean, um, well, her spear, actually. It's more like a spear. Um, I just I just love the way she looks. I mean, she once again, she doesn't look too crazy, but I just can't wait to get my hands on her again. I'm going to play her in friendly sets. I'm not going to play rank with her or anything. I'm going to play her in friendly sets. So, because I am going to be playing a lot of Soul Calibur five, um, 6. Soul Calibur is one of those games that a lot of people in my area don't really play so I can't uh, unfortunately I can't go to versus and practice offline and even Tekken 7 was only there for like a week or two um so I'm gonna have to play online and any tournaments I enter will have to be online as well but I I'm gonna be playing a lot of Soul Calibur 6 and Song Mina who knows man let's wait and see what do you think of her um, first off, shout out to the Soul Calibur guy that's a Soul Calibur. How many fucking years has he been doing that voice for the Soul 96. Calibur game? <laughs> well, technically 95, because that's probably when the game was being developed. So, yeah, he, years. 
he's like my boy, my let's get ready to rumble guy, man. Um, I forget yeah. his name. Y'all know his name out there, but um, so her, um, the hype is not there for. Um, I definitely use it. Like I, I thought, I think she's a decent character when I used to kind of mess around with her. You know, um, again, I, there's just I don't have any hype for her, man. I think they could have replaced her with somebody else, but I mean, it's cool. Um, yeah. I'm going to still mess around with it. Who knows? I may even be bad, badass with it. So, there, um, like there's, I said, there's no I'm hype thinking, for me. There's no hype. I'm thinking friendlies. I mean, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm. This will be the first game where I might take character loyalty to a whole other level and just play Taki. We'll see. Because mm-hmm. um, the only reason I mainly played Karen in Street Fighter Five was because of how fun she was, and I don't really like that game. So, but, so it wasn't really character loyalty. It was more so that was one of the only characters for a while that was fun until like other characters started to come out. And then, you know, like Sakura, I thought was pretty fun, you know, not very viable, but pretty fun, so on and so forth. But in this game, my, my favorite character is is fun as all hell. She's just so goddamn fun. So I'm going to be sharing a lot of tech. There's going to be a lot of YouTube content that I'm going to make on her um and you know how to use her possession stance properly and you know stuff like that i'm gonna be making like a lot of videos hopefully and i'm gonna be a lot of matches are gonna be there um so yeah i mean i'm looking forward to taki i'm even considering doing like uh this is gonna take a lot of work and i might need some assistance from um some of my homies who are really good with this stuff but i'm considering doing like a video like a road to soul Calibur six so I might play all the old games if, um, you know, Soul Edge, um, which with the emulator that I have, unfortunately, the ROM or the ISO rather doesn't work. It always freezes when halfway through the arcade mode. So I got to see maybe I should get the Japanese version and uh, play Soul Blade. So, you know, maybe that's what I got to do. Of course, I'm, I can get my Dreamcast emulator um, going and then I can play Soul Calibur 1. And the good thing about that is people actually, uh, I might have to find a Discord or something to see what time of the day, but people net play that game. So I can do online matches with Taki and um, Ivy and them because they're really fun. And then so Calibur 2, I already have my Dolphin emulator. Of course, the GameCube version is the best version. So, and once again, people still net play. The problem is when I get the So Calibur 3 because I need a hell of a PC for that PS2 emulator. So I'm gonna have to go to my homeboy crib for So Calibur 3. And people don't really net play it like that. Okay, so So Calibur 4 is my least favorite one in the series. Um and then wait, I wait, got, hold, I, pause. Hold up. So Calibur 4. Wasn't that what the Star Wars? Character. Yeah, that was your least favorite. Yes, that one. Oh, you, yo, least matter of favorite. fact. Look, Namco, bring them back. They need to bring them back. Who Star Wars? Yeah, that, I didn't. Care. I was I'm not a Star Wars fan. And I'm not really only, a Star Wars fan either. But I'm not a Star Wars fan, and they, they don't recycle guest characters. They need. They need to. They need to bring them back. But yeah, but so Calibur Four is my least favorite. But I'll play it anyway, and I think the servers might still be up for that. Who knows? We'll see. Um, I was that, I have an Xbox 360, so even if the servers aren't up, I can just do offline. And then so Calibur Five once again. I have an Xbox 360 here, um, so yeah, I can play so Calibur. So I might do them all. And then I have a PSP emulator, um, you know that's really good. So I might play the PSP one. Obviously, that free to play bullshit is no longer there, and that game was ass. So that was that adventure shit, right? I think I know what you're talking about. That was an adventure Soul Calibur game or something? No, it was just, it was a free-to-play Soul Calibur game, and it was ass. So, so yeah. That was for the PS3, right? 
Yeah, for the PS3 and the 360. But I could have sworn it was a like an adventure type game, no? No, you didn't walk around or anything. You just played it. It was it was ass. Oh, okay. I, I never played that. I was, never, I, 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 I you didn't miss anything. It. it was it was ass. <laughs> um, so yeah, I might do it. I might not even play them all, to be honest, man. Because some of them are, you know, like four and five. I might I might just do the favorites. Um, Soul Edge, one and two. You know, five, five was dope to me. I like five. You know which one I didn't like too much? I don't even fucking really remember it too much. Is three, and three yeah. didn't pull me in. What, three. Who, who is, was the guest character in that? There was three. none. Three is. That's probably why. Um, like, I don't know how to explain Soul Calibur three. Three is the one that like kind of like it wasn't promoted very much. I remember correctly. Three is the one that kind of came out of nowhere. You know. Yeah. You know, people do like three mostly because of the. Uh, Creative Fighter thing was there and it was like really good in three if I remember. Okay, you know what? Didn't three on the story mode, I think like it had like the what they call it, the quick time events, right? I don't re- I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember. I only played three. Oh man. I, I the one of my the one that I have the least amount of playtime on is three. I can tell you. Okay. That. Yeah. So I mean, me I as don't well. Remember. Me as well, man. That that shit just did not pull me in at all. Yeah. I, I I didn't hate it. I, I I mean it was it was okay, but yeah. it, it just it's just three is the one that's kind of just there, you know. So Calibur Two is of course everybody's favorite, definitely my favorite, one of my favorite fighting games of all time. Um, so yeah, I mean I can't wait. So hype for hype for Soul Calibur Six, my most anticipated game of 2018, even more so than Dragon Ball was. Um, but Dragon Ball was of course a close second. Um, all right, so let's talk about. Tekken now to close this bad boy out. Um, let's talk about Tekken because if I remember, Dead or Alive didn't get any reveals because we saw Diego before Evo. So right. let's talk about Tekken. Let's do we it. Got Anna Williams making her return, Lei Wu Long making his return, and Negan from The Walking Dead. Let's talk <laughs> about Negan first. And I know we should uh. save him for last, but the reason we're going to talk about him first is because I don't watch or play The Walking Dead. So I don't know much about this guy, do you? Uh, yeah, I do. You know, I, I don't really follow the series. Like, once they killed off Carl on the show, spoiler, but once they killed off Carl on Walking Dead, it's just, I lost interest. But um, Megan, he's like a badass character, man. Like, to me, he's a, you know, villains, they really don't get a lot of love from fans. But to me, he, he did, though. Like, a lot of fans did like him. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Right. So if they had to get a character... He was a good choice, but once again, he makes no fucking sense to be in a Tekken game, man. Why do you say that? <sighs> He's just... I don't know, What man. does he do? Like, move-wise, what does he do? Is he, I mean, he, he, he he's a brawler. Like, he, does he, he fight? He, yeah, he does fight. Like, him and him and Rick, they've had their, um, their one-on-ones. They, they had their, you know, their, their slugfest. I mean, their slug matches. So, I mean, he does have hands. He do fight. You see what I'm saying? But he just, yeah. someone from The Walking Dead, anyone, Daryl, Rick, it doesn't matter. No one makes sense from The Walking Dead to be in a Tekken game. Now, don't get me wrong. When you heard that Megan whistle, yeah, it was real. Like, the crowd I, loved like it. I, I lost it. I freaking lost it. But I would be contradicting myself if I was saying that, you know, he belongs in this game. He doesn't, man. He doesn't well, belong in this game. You don't think Namco's going to kill it? I mean, because let's be honest, before <sighs> before Noctis, would you have ever thought Noctis would have been in Tekken? Uh, 
I mean that that shit that make more sense than than freaking um yeah but that, but in general though but in general no no I wouldn't have never and thought they killed it so you think that they're gonna kill it with him because whether or not he makes sense let's take that off the table do you think they're gonna kill it with him like do you think they're gonna uh, do a good job I mean I, I think kill it is maybe overstating it um I don't think they're gonna kill it with him I don't think he's gonna be trash because it's him but. No, I mean, by uh, kill it, I mean by kill it, I mean that means a damn good job. Yeah, yeah, do a damn good job. I, I don't think they get no, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they're gonna do oh. a damn good job. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I think they're just gonna but do you think okay. he's gonna be at least okay. I think he's gonna be decent. I don't think he's gonna be like in the meta. Nah, he's not gonna be like um tournament worthy. I I, I doubt it. I highly doubt it. I think only I'm only gonna go off precedent because I don't know the guy. Based did a great job with Akuma, Geese, and Noctis. Based off the fact that they killed it with Akuma, Geese, and Noctis and they're three for three, I'm going to say they're going to kill it with them. They killed it with Geese. Everybody wants Yakuza, uh, the guy from Yakuza, um, but apparently that's not happening. Maybe they can't get the license or maybe they just don't want to put them. But um, I can't even think of who I would want to see in Tekken at this point. I, I, I just um, want to know, how did they pull that shit off? What? How did the they pull it off? Walk, yeah, I... How did they? Uh, pull they that bought off? the license. They got a good deal. Whoever the publisher is, they got a good deal um, for the license. They bought. They got the license. They acquired the license, and they chose the character. I tell you this: so, he's gonna make a shitload of money for them. Like they're gonna be swimming in dough. You hear me? Like they really almost are. Death. Almost there. They really are. Um, I think so. Just based off precedent, I think they're gonna kill it with him. Um, I don't know much about it, but the crowd seemed to be really hyped. When he came in, and you know when they heard that, so Tekken, who 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 took that with Evo, man? Who took um, who took that? Let me see, who won Evo? I'm trying to do it off memory. I have notes, but I'm trying not to. Yeah, do it. So I'm yeah. trying to do it off memory. Um, in grand finals was all right. Let me go to my notes because that was a while ago. All right, let me check my notes and see who took it. I'm trying to think if it was one of the Korean players. While you're doing that, let me just say, like, Tekken. Go ahead. I definitely have to get back into it, man. But my character in Tekken is Steve. Like, I just love boxing somebody up with Steve, man. That's that's my boy. So Lohai, Lohai won. Um, one of the Korean players, like I thought, and Kudan's got second. There we go. So Lohai won. Who does he make? Like you, you know who he uses or not? Who Lohai? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. Kudan's was using a uh, Devil Jin, and Lohai. Damn, who was Lohai using? Was it a Mishima? It might have been Kazuya. I think he uses a Mishima as well. Were, 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 were you satisfied with the grand finals, man? Because I, I don't know, like, to me, Tekken sometimes can be hard to watch, man. Let me explain why. Let me explain why Tekken 7 is... Tekken 7 is a very desired game for streams. Like, the community and people who watch it like watching Tekken 7. But I do notice that a lot of people do, um, but for some reason it can't grab those numbers that other games grab. Mm. And I think the reason why... There's not a lot of sponsored, crazy sponsored Tekken tournaments like there are with Capcom stuff. 
and the the commentators definitely bring the hype. Tasty Steven Say Jam, Rip, um, Aries, um, Markman and Mark and all them, they they bring the hype with Tekken. I like watching Tekken, but when it's at the highest, highest level, oh man, Tekken 7 can be hard to watch at the highest level. And the reason why is because you're seeing the less exciting part of the gameplay. So you're seeing Yomi, um, proper space. You're seeing like spacing wars, a lot of pokes versus the crazy flashy combos. Um, you're seeing a more of the mind game and like fundamental stuff versus, you know, if you watch it on slightly lower level or like, you know, in, in the pools and in top 32 and stuff, or especially team tournaments because it's a team tournament. They're they're doing you know they're not going all all out even though they are playing their heart out. That's where Tekken really shines. But when you're watching it at the highest level, yes, it can be a little hard. I enjoy watching fundamentals and all that shit. So, but I can okay. understand why somebody watching casually doesn't want to sit there and watch two people. Uh, I'm gonna be yes. honest with you. Funny enough, Speed Kicks, Speed Kicks himself tweeted today. I think it was today. I saw it on Twitter. Speed Kicks himself said, even as someone who enjoys mind games, he said, um, I would rather see somebody close out a Tekken round with two one frame links or two just frame links. That's what he said. I'd rather, it's more exciting for me to see somebody close out a Tekken round with two just frame links rather than doing proper spacing and just finding a random hit. You know, so even yeah. the pro players are like, yo, like, seriously, man. So, yeah, that's so that's what it's like. What you got to say? Um, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy you, you enjoy I, I enjoy gotcha. fundamentals. So I enjoyed the grand finals. But I but once again, even though I enjoy watching the fundamentals and all that, I can understand why casual spectators would, you know, be bored at watching really high level tech. What else do you want to see in season two, man? Um, do you would you like like? So you've seen how, like, in season one, how they brought back the Tekken Bowl. Let's, yeah. come on, season two, let's bring back the Tekken Force. Like, you know the hype will be real if they bring back Tekken Force. Yeah, Tekken Force will be hype. Tekken Ball Mode will be hype. I mean, we haven't seen Tekken Ball Mode since Tekken Tag Tournament 2 on the Wii U specifically. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they brought it back for that version. That version sold the least amount of copies. Yeah. But... Have you, um, matter of fact, have you even played, have you ever played the uh, the VR version of Tekken 7? No, I, I don't care to. You don't care to? No, not really. I don't yes. really care to. It doesn't interest me. Tekken Bowl um, was okay. It would have been better. It would have made more sense if it was online. Um, you know, but... Um, yeah, I don't know what they was thinking with that. That was like yeah. a Capcom headed move right there. But. Yeah. But um, yeah, that would be dope for season two. More modes, because that game is... Uh, it's like for some reason, a lot of people like Tekken and play Tekken, but for some reason, Namco seems to think people want to play online all day. Yeah, there's nothing to do in that game once you beat the story and you beat arcade mode a couple times because arcade mode is really short and pointless, you don't get anything for it. Yo, there's that nothing to do. That and what and the reason and um, that uh, treasure battle mode becomes useless after 2,000 matches. Because after 2,000 matches on any mode, no matter what mode it was, you get access to everything in the game. So there's no need to do treasure battle anymore. So I remember, I remember when Tekken 
when they was dropping like so many trailers for Tekken and you know people was showing off the gameplay for the story mode like I was so hyped for it I was highly disappointed with that fucking story mode man I'm thinking it's gonna like outshine Mortal Kombat story well Neverum in general yeah story mode no, and all that but no, no man no, it, it did God, not man no. that, no man, it was good at all. I was highly disappointed, man. God, that narrator! Oh my God, that narrator! Why do you have to remind? Yeah, me? That, that, and, and that's what Christ. I'm trying to say. The, the narrator was so fucking boring. You know what? Now, yo, Namco, I want a refund. <laughs> Give me a refund. Damn, that just off the Why do you have mode, to fucking man? remind me of that narrator? God damn! You want to know what story mode <laughs> I feel to this day? People will think I'm crazy for saying this. What's up? You want to know what story mode that? Like nobody talks about, but I personally think it's underrated. Let me let me hear this. Dead or Alive Five. <laughs> I yeah, think Dead or Alive Five story mode is completely underrated. It was cool, man. By today's right. standards, it's it right. it's like mediocre. But back when it came out, it's right. I thought it was dope. You know, now that we've seen what story modes are capable of, obviously, yeah. Shout so out it was to MKX and definitely, definitely Injustice Two. Boasting probably the best fighting game story mode to date. Um, you know, I'll tell you this it's okay now, but you know, the DOA 5 story mode was better than um Tekken story and Street Fighter 5 story. I get that, yeah, I agree, but that's what I mean by it's underrated, man. Yeah, okay, now it's a little like, eh, but back then I played that story mode on all three versions of Dead or Alive 5, and you know, there's no now it has no, I didn't do that now. It has no replayability. Once you beat shit. it one time per game, I beat it in vanilla ultimate in last round. But remember, yeah. enough time had passed to, you know, want to yeah. go back to it. Because those games, the first one is a year apart from the second one, and the third one is a year and some months apart. But, you know... Speaking what, of DOA, we're going to have to make a show. Yo, so fans out there of FG Central, we're going to make an upcoming show within the next couple of days speaking on DOA 6. So y'all look out for that. All right, most definitely, most definitely, we can do that. So, what I, you know, like, I feel like that story mode might be a little underrated. So, let's talk about, um, let's go ahead and close this out. Let's talk about Anna and Lay. Let's talk about Anna first. I know Anna has fans out there. I never cared for the girl. Um, what? But I know that she has a lot of fans. And what do you think right of the girl, Anna? You happy to see her back? Man, the hype is real. Yes. Yes. I am so happy to see Anna back, man. Like, you know, I, I don't I don't really use too many female characters in fighting games. I think Do Your Way is like the only one because like they got like a shitload of female characters in there, so you can't help but use them. But um, I will be using her. Okay, well I don't put. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's never I never put much thought into whether I use a lot of male or female characters in fighting games. I just play them. I, I mean, I'll take note on certain things like KOF 14. That game should be called Queen of Fighters because the girls are so strong in that game. Yeah. Um, I mean, I never. I mean, I play everybody in every game. So I mean, I I love my girls in any game. But you know, I love you know my guys too. They straight. You know, I can't say I love my guys, but you know, they they straight. They're all right. But what um, don't you? What don't you like about Anna? I gotta hear this. Um, like I mean, her? I just don't care about the character in general. I don't like her story wise. I don't like her <clears> gameplay wise. I just don't care about her. I'm a big Nina fan, and since you know, maybe it's maybe it's because I get so invested in my characters, and since I'm a big Nina fan, you know, how the fuck I'm gonna like Anna? I mean, that's her. Ooh. That's her enemy. That's her mortal enemy. So let us uh, know who who is your character, man, in in Tekken. Who do you main in that? I main Lily. I'm a Lily main in Tekken. You a Lily man? Yeah. So. Um, but anyway, so I never really cared much for Anna. I've always been a Nina guy. Um, but I'm glad that she's back so I could 
fuck her up, you know. I mean, with <laughs> Nina, because I mean, now I, now I literally have to learn Nina in Tekken Seven just to fight Anna, just to fight you know any of my training partners in that game because I have a few of them who you know who's gonna play Anna. You know, you know what we so, gonna do? You know what we gonna do so, for the fans? We're gonna have a, we're gonna have a Nina versus Anna match. Well, I already have that plan with Jalen. <laughs> oh, I already okay, have that okay. plan with Jalen and Sace Hell and a couple of other people. That's what I was just talking about. You know, with I said anybody who plays her, because a couple of Sace Hell hit me up, Jalen hit me up. So they're gonna they're gonna do that. I mean, I could do it with all of y'all if y'all want. So I mean, we can do that. But now I have to learn Nina though, because we can't do it right away. All right, because I gotta learn Nina. So yeah, no problem. Because I, I Nina, if you don't know, she's one of the highest execution characters in Tekken Seven. So she's not easy. She's not easy at all. So, a little bit, but I, I mainly focus on Steve, man. That's my boy. Like I will yeah. box your ass up with Steve. I really will. I mean, I don't Steve, need no is kids. Really, Steve is really good. No, Steve is really good in that game, dude. Yeah. He um. He um. So all right. So I'm glad you're glad Anna's back. Her rage art is really sick. Um, rage drive. Um, like they're plus like everything, but she looks like she gets some really good stuff off of it. I like her character design too. Now this is probably my favorite Anna character design. Like I say something. No, I'm listening. Uh, I just wanted to make sure you didn't break up. So this is probably my favorite Anna character design. Um, she looks sick with her default her default like costume and color. Looks sick, yeah. and of course you'll be able to customize that. Um, all right. So anything else you want to say before we move on to Lay? I just can't wait to kick your ass with Anna, man. What's up? All right, Anna, Anna, Anna. Um, I don't remember the details. I don't know if we got any release date on season two's launch. No, we um, didn't. I don't know if that'll, like I said, I don't know if that'll happen with like with Nina um, or not. Um, I know we haven't played each other in Tekken. Um, you know, I never put it past any of my peoples in any fighting game, man. Let them let them rock out. Um, but at least I'm glad you'll be picking the game back up, though. That's yeah, I, I definitely dropped it, man. I, like, I don't, but I'm glad you'll I, pick I, I gotta it back be in up. the ticking mode, man. I really do. Yeah, you. There was a point where you know I was playing the game a lot, and when I was playing online tournaments and and you know winning and all that, you wanted me to teach you like you know how wake to up and get up, and you, you know you wanted me to teach you. You really wanted to get better, and so you could so you could play me and, and enjoy it and whatnot and. I remember we were supposed to set that up. We were both probably busy. Remember, I had two jobs for a while, and I was going to Versus. That was back when I was competing at Versus. So you know what you know. turned me off in Tekken? What made me drop it, man? When that online was fucked up, and they kept like dropping the matches, and you couldn't really find a match. Yeah, that was, yeah, a, that that was the is... dark, the dark period. Of yeah, man. During that dark period, I was like, "Yo, yeah." This, I mean, I, a lot I'm of people were like not happy with Tekken at that time, man. It's like, damn, you need, they should have like started a Discord some shit to find matches and shit. God, yeah, yeah, they should have did something. But that that since changed and hopefully in season two they'll make it even better. Hopefully. Now let's talk everybody's, you know, I don't want to say everybody's favorite. Once again, another character that I I like but don't love, Lei Wulong. He's always been one of the most annoying characters to fight. Mm. Um, you know, I I never cared for him, but once he's one of these characters though that I understand why everybody likes him. His redesign, like his character design, is sick. Like he has a dope ass redesign. I mean, he he looks sick and he looks fun too. Lei is a very difficult character though. He has like he literally has like ten different stances, and right. in each stance he has a bunch of different moves. They showed a bunch of rage um rage drives. I wonder 
if he's gonna get a different rage drive for each stance. I'm nah, hell no. They're not giving so, them, No, not not, not input wise. Shot, I think the input will be the same. I just mean animation, like a different nah, rage shot. That would be I dope. I mean I that would be dope if they did. I mean, tech they put a lot of effort into their game, so you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious about that. I mean, because they do they, they do detailed stuff like that. Like in Soul Calibur Six, when um your armor breaks with uh Shang Wa, and if if her shoes come off and she does her like any of her like angel steps, like little feathers like come off of like why it's so sick, <laughs> like little feathers come How off do you of even pay like attention to that detail like that? Get out of here, man. Feel like little feathers come off of her armor, <laughs> come off like the bottom part of her armor if Yo. that happens. Like and that's so dope. So that's why I wouldn't put it past them to do detailed stuff like that, like giving Lay a different rage drive um rage yeah, rage drive in each of his stances. But what do you think of Lay? Oh um, man, yo, I'm biased when it comes to like those Bruce Lee type clone characters oh, in yeah, fighting he's games, Jackie man. Chan like inspired. Yeah, man. I, yeah, those type of characters, man. I love those fucking type of characters. So Lee and Dead Alive, him and Tekken, Fei Long and Street Fighter, like you, you, you won't ever see me saying I don't want to use that type of character. So I'm hyped for him, man. Like I, oh, I, I was like, got I two characters. Them. To get you back in the uh, Tekken, yeah. which is dope. It's yeah. a fun game, yeah. dude. Tekken 7, I told you, I really love that game. One of my favorite games from last year. Um, I still love it to this day. Still fun. You know, it's Tekken, man. Tekken's always been fun, though. So what can I say? Dark Resurrection being my favorite in the franchise. All right, dude. So any any anything you want to say before we wrap it up? Um, It's up to you. I definitely want to talk about Smash. For, you know my Smash players out there, but do you want to say that for the next episode or something like that, or you want to talk? Yeah, because there was so much yeah, in man. Smash. We, we gotta that was announced at the Nintendo Direct, yeah. which was basically like a Smash Brothers Direct. Yeah, that that's an episode in of itself. So so check this, fans, listen up. Next episode, we speaking on DOA Six. We speaking on Smash, the the, the newest Smash. And Smash Ultimate, yeah, Smash Ultimate, and any type of announcements or tournaments, anything going on, we we gonna touch on that as well. All right, sounds like a plan, man. Looking forward to hearing your podcast as well. When you get all that figured out, I'll definitely announce it on FG Central. Oh, Thanks oh, for man. joining me, dude. Oh yeah, all the time, man. Anytime, you know. All right, and for the rest of you guys, man, leave comments, leave messages on Anchor. I'll be looking out for them. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook. YouTube, it's FG Central. Everything on everywhere, it's FG Central. So follow us, um, leave comments. I'll be looking for all of that, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. All right, y'all.